Neil Young, 1972. High school for you, or I was born in '82. 82, so okay. close. All right, <laughs> welcome to the Eat Slay Live podcast. I am your special guest host, Kevin Jacklevic, and I'm here with the Locksecutioners. Uh, how we doing, boys? I'm a little uneasy. Okay. Todd's definitely uneasy. Okay. I like to control this show. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I feel I know a little out of my element as well. You do? Because yeah. I feel like you're just fine with it. He well, comes I'm in, fine with it, plugs but I really his own shit to, in, I really wanted to plugs go with it in. He's like, oh, no, you guys aren't doing the intro. I got this. And then this <laughs> and that. I don't... Well, you say it's a takeover show. This okay. is what a takeover show is. Agreed. So, um, I just made that... T- I just made that whole title up, and now you're like, act like it has some sort of real definition to it. I think it does, Ross. Ross, I think Ross would agree with me. I do. That a takeover means you come in and you and you do it. Well, Ross doesn't have have to to do any work, so he loves it. Well, I mean, hey, he he's here looking pretty, you know. I I agree, Kevin. He said takeover. You're taking over. (laughs) All right. Well, I'm here. Wait, Kevin, where are you from? Todd. Todd. Todd feels a lot less important right now. So, Kevin, where where are you from? Well, see, that's the thing. Doing this episode compared to to a normal episode for me, normally I don't, on my podcast, you know, Jack, I don't really have to prep, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm, you know, this one I've had to put together stuff because I'm not just going to come in here and ask you guys about your story because you've right. already gone over that. We've talked about it. Uh, you guys have done a good job covering that. So I've had to put some prep into this. You know what I mean, Ross? You, you put he a lot of prep into, you into your show every week. I, I mean, feel you, Kevin. Yeah, I feel yeah. you. So, feel this. All right, well, today the boys are going to be eating crap and doing something weird to your ear holes, okay? <laughs> Todd, you look really nervous. <laughs> well, <laughs> go ahead, Kevin. Is uh, is Todd a control freak, Ross? No, nah, I mean, Todd's uneasy whenever you get him out of his element, but not like when it comes to this show, no. Good. I, no, I didn't not. think so. He's the one that runs the show, right? Let's be clear here, right? Um, kind of. What do you mean? Like, <laughs> the are you prep, talking about me? The prep. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, he, I mean, he's the one, our kind of, our take, and we've talked about this even even here recently, is Todd's kind of the interviewer. Um, He does the, he studies, he comes up with kind of the questions. I look at myself as more the the listener, like I'm, I'm, I'm the I'm the, the listener out there, and then I'm going to, when something comes about, like, hey, I think this is something our audience would like to hit on a little more, or here's a question right now that's popping in my head that's probably popping in everybody's head, so I ask. Right. And then I also try to keep him, he, he likes to, you know, kind of go, <laughs> likes to get ahead of himself, not really stay on page sometimes. I got to pull him in a little bit. And then, you know, I come in, I, I do, you know, my prep work is making sure, check, check. You know, sounds right, all right. good and all that. So L- let me just add to that. So, like, how did you guys come up with that niche? Well, let me tell you this: I was just doing all the work and researching <laughs> and prepping, and Ross wasn't doing anything. Like, hey, let's just say I'm the interviewer and I'm <laughs> listening for the first time, and I don't know anything about the guest. It would just see how that worked, right? You know no, I, I get it, but I feel like you guys from from episodes, you know, the first guest you had on, right? Because you guys can sit and bullshit all day, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but when you started having guests on, I've, I've noticed, because I've been one of your listeners, that you guys have definitely grown with that. What you describe, I feel like, is a good way of describing it. You know, Todd comes in, he's got the kind of agenda going. 
Ross pipes in with a, a question, a follow-up question, takes it a different direction maybe, and then I feel Todd trying to take it back and, and get it back on track, <laughs> which is good. I think that's, I mean, you guys are brothers. Yeah, we, did, we didn't know where we were going, no, what direction yes. at the beginning, but now we, I mean, we've kind of found our roles, and, and we talk about it too. We're, we have a good little marriage going where we're not scared to talk about things. That's a, that's a big, you know, and big someday thing, we're man. actually going to be good at this. Yeah, we hope. maybe <laughs> a couple it's, more years. Yeah. Well, I, I've enjoyed what you guys have done so far. I certainly wish that I had uh, a Todd over at the You Know Jack podcast because I'm on a podcast right that down, now. Ross. Uh, I haven't done anything in a couple months, but it's just I'm just kind of. I'll be honest. I'm in like a. I don't really feel like doing any mm-hmm. doing one, and I got to go out and and find somebody to do it and. Uh, I just haven't had the the energy, so I'm hoping this gets me over that hump. You're kind uh, of you're kind of the opposite spot. Me and Todd were. We've been in that. Well, I the know. Todd and I talked about that. Not just a, you know, we've had our podcation for several different reasons, but you know, business and family and things like that. But we have also hit where like, oh, mm-hmm. just not motivated. Right. But like right now, me and him are ready to go. Yeah, like, you guys are rolling. Yeah. And it's like a it's like a having a workout partner. It's like yeah. you have a workout partner because some days you don't want to go, but your partner's like, we got to go. Let's go. And that's the same way. And it, that would probably help you if you had yeah, somebody yeah. had somebody like on the days you're not motivated to do it they are on the days you're motivated and they're not then you pump them up sure you know, sure so. and i know like we've talked about it todd early on for me it was great being on my own because i could just stack up episodes i did mm-hmm. 18 weeks in a row and then the last seven have taken a while you know <laughs> and uh so it's kind of like a double-edged sword there i think i, I could use somebody to help me out and my my topics are a lot different, you know, a lot of them are focused on recovery because that's kind of the world I live in. But so, so they're kind of like some are sad stories, inspirational. And so it's just kind of gotten heavy on me. You, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Emotional roller coaster. You're, sure. you're invested in these people. Yeah. And yeah. Can, can we talk about the maybe, you know, Jack curse a little bit? I mean, we could. I mean, there's definitely, can we, been- can we talk about so? No, yes, no. I mean, we don't need to go into detail, but you know, there's definitely been some some folks that that I have had on my show that you know, things have changed in their recovery, I'll say. And so uh, it's like the Madden curse, Russ. You know how that had that thing if you're if you were on the the cover of the of Madden or whatever, like then like you'd get hurt and more get hurt. I don't believe in those curses, okay? I don't either. <laughs> hey, uh, it's always a recovery. Yeah. And so when I talked to Todd about bumps. it, when I when I talked to him about it the first time, he said, "Well, isn't that just part of recovery? You know, sometimes you mess up and you got to get back on." So I appreciate that, but I've had a I've had a little hard time with that. Like you know, I'm talking to people, putting their whole story out there, and then you know, not like they're getting famous for my two listeners or three, <laughs> but you know, it's definitely I have asked them to come share their story, and then things have changed in their life, and it, you know, it definitely has made me feel bad at times. Uh, me and Todd have talked about this a little bit. We don't we don't really have a niche, you know, like. You're going through and you're putting yourself in a category. You know, we're not health. We're not food. Right. You know, we're, we're very broad. Um, we'd like to have motivational and we'd like to go business route, but like you do have a niche. Um, and, and I, and I love that about shows because it does get, I mean, maybe we have a bigger audience or not bigger audience, but a bigger pool of people to go get. Yeah. But it's like we're, we're just kind of all over the place as you have your niche. And I, I like those, you know, I like, podcast with a niche right i also love podcasts with a great name 
it took us forever to name ours. Mm-hmm. And I you love got, your guys' You got name. a great name. Yeah. Um, I, that came to me out of COVID <clears throat> boredom. <laughs> it just you know? kind of rolls. Yeah. It just rolls. We got a, Todd has a buddy who wants to start a podcast and uh, I won't name names, but Todd just called me the other day and that dude finally came up with his name. He has a good name. Yeah. yeah. Is this yeah. the guy that's going in on yes. the ESL yeah, studio? Yeah, yeah, yep. Yeah. yeah, I'm excited about that. We'll we'll definitely yeah. get into that too. Um All right, so I think first what I was wanting to do, since this is a takeover episode, is just kind of talk about how I know you guys. Uh you know, I Todd, I remember meeting you. Um I I work at the Simmons Law Firm over in Alton. Todd used to work there, and so we met through work, and I'll never forget it. One of the first nights we hung out, our good friend Amy Garrett. You know, we used to go out if we Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, <laughs> it Saturday. It did not, maybe you take you take Sunday and Monday off and recover, uh, and you're back at it, right? You're you're at a happy hour every night well, of the week. It, it, and it didn't always back then. It didn't always start afterward. Oh no! I mean, somebody <laughs> might just plop a beer down on your desk. Yeah, yeah. It was the Wild West, but and I came. You know, I came in '05. Before that, it was even, you know, I kind of missed some of it, but, you know, uh, it was a fun place to work, and it's still great. I'm still there, but, you know, we would go out every freaking night, you know, Mm -hmm. after work, and then it would always dwindle down to the the real deal party crew. (laughs) And uh, so I remember one time we were at Bon Air, there started out with 20, 30 of us dwindling down it's down to me and todd and a couple you know other people and we've collected people as the night went there that weren't with our work crew <laughs> collected yeah, some souls you know? <laughs> yeah and uh and we're rolling and i remember our our good friend amy garrett you know i didn't know amy that well then i didn't know todd that well and she was leaving and i remember her saying to me be careful you guys be careful be careful with this one or, you know and and amy didn't know that i was just ready for it you know i was ready to rock and so i think that started a, a couple years there i me and todd would always run around and hang out and uh i many of days going to pick up my vehicle on a sunday morning at bon air and seeing the old frontier out in the parking lot <laughs> and then uh and then ross I didn't even meet Ross through Todd. I just met Ross through hanging out around Bethalto folks because I lived over here. And uh, we certainly had some good times, too, back out at Holiday Shores back in the day. It's weird, the connection, you guys at work, we didn't know the connection. No. It was just mutual friends. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Yeah, it's Um, crazy. I I don't remember the Amy Garrett Bonaire story. The first time (laughs) I really remember hanging out with you, and I think it was probably the first time I met you, it was like you and and, uh, Drew Seeley, an attorney at the firm, and... uh, My parents. No. Do you remember my parents were there? No, this... No, it was... What's the red-headed guy? John Foley. John Foley. Remember, we used to do this giant... uh, fantasy sports league at oh, Simmons. Yeah. It was giant. Like you you it was a basketball, hockey, baseball, football. It was all one league and we would go like destinations for each draft for each season. So was it football that was no what was in football was Chicago. Baseball was Vegas. Baseball and like what was Chicago football? football. So Football How many people were in this? A lot. Like 80. I mean, it's Dude, four it was divisions, 16 so teams in each division. We get, it was crazy. We all get on a train, the Amtrak, 
and head to Chicago for this, like on a Friday, dude. And it was it was the well, freaking eight, eighty of you. I don't know if there was eighty up. There was a lot. Was whatever the, the train car held, you know. There were some people that flew in for it. Some Got people it. they knew how that ride up was going to be. That they didn't want any part of it. The grown ups. Somehow, people there threw us a little cash out. We were able to get bring coolers of beer on, and then we ran out. By the time we got to like. I don't know, one of those Poduck towns. Oh, a fourth of the way. So up. someone is standing on the, like the, the, the little step down from the train onto the sidewalk. And like, I, they have somebody waiting and they sprint off the train, grab more alcohol and bring it back onto the train. It was, that was a crazy train ride. That and was then, a crazy trip up. Oh, that was yeah. a nuts. Yeah. And weekend. then we get, we get another quarter of the way there and we run out again and we went to the bar car in the train. And I just remember carrying, Whatever beer they had, and it pulled was out their MG, tray and just, MGD yeah, black yes. label MGD. We had like we bought every ounce of booze on that train. It was a great time. That was just the ride up there. The rest yeah, of the was, chaos that ensued was was crazy. Yeah, and I'm the I was the kind of drinker that like I would go hard and then like the lights would go off, but Kevin would keep going. <laughs> so I, you know, I don't. I remember getting to Union Station there, wherever the train stops in Chicago, and I remember bits and pieces, but I know there was a lot of lo- night left, and I'm not sure what happened, but it was how, a good time. How old are you? 38. 38? I'm yeah. 38, so. See, so I was were, 22 when yeah, I, yeah, or 21 and o- almost 22 when I moved yeah, here. Yeah. So uh, I was just, I was ripping and running, you know. <laughs> ripping and running. Uh, and it was just like, you know, the... This area, man, I mean, I'm from Kansas City, and my crew I grew up with, I mean, they're rowdy. <laughs> they, yeah. they like to have fun, but this area is rowdy. It really is. This Riverbend area, you got Bon Air. I mean, it just breeds party animals. We all got Bon Air just running through our veins. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> and this next generation is going to have the brick house oh, running through their oh, veins, yeah. probably. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, definitely some, some good times, and it, it's crazy how... Cole Lane wrestling everybody oh, in your living man. room. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I used to live with I lived with Cole for a while. Talk about a great roommate, man. That guy's the best. Before you go on, I want to give a shout out to Bob Yozy, Chicago Bob. Oh, um, Chicago we, Bob, we, we, my we just, boy, he, man. He, Kevin used podcation, which was a Bob Yozy word. He like messages our page, all, page all the time, like, "Hey, were you guys taking a podcation?" Just like <laughs> so. Then we use the word on air, and I use it's a it's a new word. I used to love it when Bob would come down into yeah. town because we'd always go partying, go I to think, cards. I games think you and, met him that first that weekend on the train. I ride probably up there did because I think I stayed with him. Yeah, and then I, you know, we I went to Vegas. I think two times after that, but it kind of. You know, it was at a weird time at the firm. A lot of the, you know, the founding guys at the firm, they were like Ross and I's age now, right? They were in their 30s. They were having kids and young families. So they got, you know, the kibosh got put on that trip for them. So those trips kind of stopped. But the young guys would fly to Vegas for the, uh, for the baseball draft. It was so fun. I went to, I watched Pacquiao Morales fight one time out there during that. Yeah, see, I missed that by a year. They rented out a a room at one of the, uh, do you remember where it was? No, I don't think I was there. For the draft. They stayed at Mandalay. It was always Mandalay. Everything was free. The drinks were free like we were doing the draft. It was crazy. Yeah. And then uh, we always (laughs) stayed at like Monte Carlo or somewhere cheap. You know, we would always (laughs) go on a budget. And then you're just trying to hang around all the guys that got, you know, a couple chips to hand you. 
your way. And some guys would just take take chips and go gamble, but I would just put them in my pocket for the for the late night festivities. <laughs> but yeah, uh, but yeah, man, it's it's crazy how like I can move here from KC, meet somebody at work become buddies with him, meet his brother, become buddies, and then, you know, party buddies. And then now, our, you know, obviously, Todd, our relationship's a lot different than it used to be. I mean, right. we, we talk about real-life stuff here and there, and Ross, you too, you know, I see you guys around. and, and uh, We go to the same church. Yeah, we do, <laughs> which is hilarious, you know. So we, we hang guys, out on do you Sundays. you talk at church? Yeah, we sometimes Todd will well, stroll see, in and sit see, next see, to me. See, uh, Kevin... He, he's taken more of a role in the church. Like, he has to get there early, like, sometimes, and he sets up, like, different. So, what I get, hey, man, can you get there early and help me set up children's church? Or can you help hey, me set up something? You need to take a bigger role. <laughs> he should. <laughs> yes. just be, you're one time going up and giving a good speech or whatever. <laughs> I've, I've well, done it twice. You thought it was a good I've speech. I've done it but... twice, Ross. I've done <laughs> no, it twice. He, d- he does good at hey, those His too. last speech, was was it, did he cross the line on it? I don't think so. No, I wasn't there live, but I watched the video. Oh. I thought it was good. Okay, and I said, "Yeah, I said some things. <laughs> said some things." I, I mean, I, I sure, but I, it's nothing I didn't expect. I'll, I'll just say, <laughs> or anybody but, else, I yeah. guess. Right? Maybe if you didn't know him, or you know, it's definitely you're you're a little bit of an edgy speaker for a church, I would say. But uh, but they you know, they hey. rolled the dice on you. <sighs> yeah, you know, they knew what they're getting. <laughs> Absolutely. Um. All right. So. Let's get to the podcast. So, you know, we've t- you guys have talked a lot about your podcast, and we just kind of covered a few things. But how do you feel that the podcast has changed you guys? Start with you, Ross. Our relationship has gotten a lot better, and I think that's one thing that I was super excited about. <clears throat> Todd had more of kind of a a father figure towards me growing up because I was so, I'm so much younger than him, right, mother. <laughs> <laughs> and so and then you know as i'm as i'm getting old he goes away to school and then obviously so he wasn't really we didn't live together that you know that much growing up <clears throat> um so he goes away to school and obviously graduates and gets you know one of his 39 jobs and whatever so our relationship was kind of different by the time i get a little older you know he's he has his career started i go off to college so we we i mean the father figure was there, you know, but we didn't really have something that drew us together, really, sure. you know. Um, and this and this was it. You know, this has really helped us come together. We both have businesses, so now it's just, that's really what kind of started it with me and him. Right. That we're always just, we'd have lunch and we're just throwing ideas at each other. And then this came up and we just kind of rolled with it. And now, I mean, you know, we talk every day, you know, several yeah, times. And our awesome, relationship man. has has just really taken off over this. Right. And I feel like I feel you there on my on my podcast. I don't have a, a co host, but you know, there's something about just planning with people, getting together, talking more regularly, and then ultimately you get on the air and you talk and you talk about struggles you may be going through, like, you know, Todd when he, when you were trying to find the new the new home for the gym. I mean, I know that was tough for you. And uh you know, coming on here and sharing about that, whether you like it or not, that was probably a little therapeutic and and good for you to kind of get that out there. Yeah, and just kind of what Ross said, it's it's exactly right. I mean, we've just gotten closer, and it's you know, and, and I think we talked about it on our last podcast or the one before, but like, I mean, 
this is our hobby. Him and I don't really have, you know, like saying we don't buy motorcycles or boats or right. anything like that. You know what I'm saying? So this has become our hobby and like we're just, we're just super passionate about it. You know what I'm saying? We're throwing out ideas out each, each other. Like we're just doing, coming up with a name and a logo. And then, you know, we just, we're, we just ordered shirts and just things like that and just different things we want to do. It's, it's just been fun to share that with him. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, I mean, I can't really. I can't say much more about what he just said as it's brought us a lot closer and it's just, I love that about it, you know? Yeah, that's awesome. And I mean, it's right up your alley with the, the kind of creative side, Todd. I know you're, you've always had that and you're, I think you're a really good writer when I read your stuff and in your social media stuff, it's always very creative and good. So yeah. And that's, and, and, and that's, that's been another, it's just a creative outlet is what it's been. Do you know what I'm saying? So right, that's, that's, right. that's another thing that I really like about it. And just, you know, we have, and just having big plans and future plans with, with the studio, we get excited. I don't know if Ross ever gets excited, but I'm always giddy. You know what I'm saying? He's got kids and shit at home that he's giddy about, but I just got this and I'm like, ah, and I'm always like, you know, I can't wait to do this. And he's like, okay, okay, but calm down. I think you show your excitement a little different than I do. <laughs> but one thing, you know, when you get passionate about something, and with like someone else, like me and him, we, we share this and we're, we're always excited about because we're always coming up with new ideas. So like we'll have the family over at my house and we may be watching a game and drinking or, or we'll go to the bar or whatever. And, you know, like my brother Ty or his wife or my wife, they're around and we, we're just talking podcasts and he's going, okay, <laughs> yeah. let's Sick switch the subject. <laughs> um, all right. So now kind of what I wanted to jump into is a little, let me, let's rewind it real quick. Yeah. What's, what is your, what's your studio? My Where basement. You, I finished basement? my basement during COVID and it, I put in an office because I, I still work at home a few days a week, but so I put in an office and that's what I use. Gotcha. So I just have a little, about this size room, no windows, just a little studio room, and I got some sound panels on the wall. And uh, but it's not a hundred percent finished. But I'm not going to sink any more money into it when I'm not recording episodes. So, so the <laughs> wife won't let you sink more money into it. That's what you're telling. That's she, what you're I telling. I can probably us, right? twist her arm, but I'm not. Yeah, no, we got we got other stuff to do, like finish buying furniture, <laughs> you know? pay for kids' college eventually. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, I I'm with you guys. I don't really. I mean, I play golf here and there, but I don't have any hobbies either, other than yeah. you know sitting in parking lots of dance studios with my daughter and dropping. <laughs> kids off at swim and ball and you know all that stuff that's so, my so taxi day. driving pretty much yeah. yeah but you know i've found the silver lining in that is like I, if i go with my daughter she she dances like four nights a week so i take her twice and my wife takes her twice i get you know 30 minutes there with her to talk i sit in the parking lot get a couple hours of alone time for myself which is where i'll listen to a podcast or read you know whatever just try to get away from the noise and then on the way home, get to talk to her a little bit too. So it's it's good. That's so. There's, there's a kind of a weird dynamic there. So you you take your daughter to dance. Do I go in? No, not going in. Well, you can't go in. Do this I place. drive home, chill on the couch for 15 minutes, and have to drive <laughs> back? Do I go eat Subway? What do I do? I, Kevin just sits there and reads and listens to podcasts. I'll do. Yeah, I mean it's it's different every every time. But there's a park. I'll go walk sometimes. You know, just yeah. whatever. I just kill the time. But it's a thirty minute drive, so I'm not spending that gas money, Ross. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I gotta save for yeah, college and retirement, <laughs> and you know, keep keep things on track. So, all right. So going through some of my favorite episodes, and this is in no specific order, but I kind of wanted to talk to you guys about, and I know you guys have touched on on episodes. 
But these are just episodes that, you know, either I know these people personally or I just really thought it was crazy or interesting. We're going we're gonna to go one at a time on these? Yeah, so okay. I'm going to throw out a name and I want to hear kind of what, you know, what your favorite moment was in that show and then what you what you love about that person or what you might, you know, I like it. something that you, you learned about them that you didn't know. Todd, hey, Todd's sitting up. He's squirming a little bit. He would have liked to be a little more prepared for this. Well, I did send <laughs> you guys it was a, a heads up game, on this. Two though. minutes before this podcast. <laughs> no, that was about three hours ago. Okay, three hours. Okay. Yeah. Didn't have nothing to do the three hours leading up to this. <laughs> no, yes, no, no. So uh, the first one is Jonah White. I thought that was a pretty awesome story. Uh, and I had no clue of the connection between his, you know his business and in him being sort of local to, to this area and then obviously your connection to him mm-hmm. I, I just thought that was really cool and his his story of just success though it doesn't change who he is is just awesome I think and I'm gonna say hopefully Jonah doesn't listen to this podcast but like <laughs> when, when Jonah was a kid, uh, growing up, I'm like, well, you heard the story. He didn't have anything. They were dirt poor, yep. you know, dirt floor, and didn't have anything. Like, Jonah was a cocky asshole then. Okay, I'm gonna say I'm saying that lovingly. Okay, right. <laughs> like people like didn't really love him back then. Do you know what I'm saying? Yep. So like when he got money, he's still a, a cocky <laughs> asshole. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Some people meet him now and think they're like, nope. When he had nothing, he was he the, was the exact, same. He exact same. But I also think that's what made him successful. Having barely uh-huh. having any clothes or anything, you know, any possessions. He was still had, and you, I, I'm calling it a cocky asshole, but it was confidence. You know what I'm sure, saying? It sure. was, it was just a confidence to like, I, I know I'm going to do things. I know I can do it. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, that's, and I, I say that kind of funny, but, it, but it's the truth. And you know, and even up in Calhoun, he's not loved. Do you know what I'm saying? He sure, wasn't loved I'm sure. back then. I mean, they, 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 they like the football hero because it's, you know, football is life up there. But other than that, I mean, Jonah doesn't fit in great. <laughs> yeah. He seemed like an edgy guy. I mean, and, and actually he's his son, who was a good football player, stud football, player, actually transferred from Calhoun for his senior year and played at Marquette this year, which happened after the show. Ooh, really? So, yeah, that I'm oh, so <laughs> wrong way. Did you get? Uh, can you put him in there? Get him a that? name in there? No, no, <laughs> I did not. No way. I'll a um, couple things from that show. I, I didn't know Jonah. Right. You right. Know who he was from being from that area. Um. So knew very little about his story of how it all came about. <clears throat> but he showed up two hours early or something like that, and it was a nice day. So he just sits out on our patio. I sat down with him and just kind of went over a quick little story about the brick house real quick. And he's like, man, I love hearing that stuff. He's like, you go do what you got to do. I'm just going to walk around, check this place out, blah, blah, blah. And so then he stayed back on the patio just for a little while until Todd got here. But right off the bat, the one thing you realize about him that I like, he oozes confidence. I mean, it's like, you don't meet a lot of people, you know, and it's like a lot of people you kind of meet and he's, you know, Todd said cocky, but you, you meet him and you're like, all right, this guy's like putting on a front right. about trying to be confident and cocky right now. Uh, but it's not a front with him. He talks and everything he said, he fucking believes it. And he makes you like, I'm sitting in an interview with him and I'm like, this fucking guy got, I'm going to run through this. I'm, I'm double the size of the brick house. Let's get, you know, like he just oozes it. He believes in himself probably more than anyone I've ever really met. And even when he talks about football and he knew what he was going to do, like it oozes confidence more than probably anybody I've ever met. 
Second, the the story of him sneaking into the dental school and how it, it all just kind of came about. Like, I mean, that's taking taking some fucking risk, you know. <laughs> you know, nowadays you fucking end up in jail. Oh yeah, you know, in prison. Yeah. And yeah, him to sneak in day after day and just act like a student to take that risk to succeed in something I believed in. Yeah, it's crazy. And and most people that you meet that are like that, you know, they're putting on that front and they never back it up, right? Yeah. And so the percentage of people and most of those people are very highly successful people, you know, and they and they do have the drive to just believe in every move they're going to make and and uh they don't think about the bumps in the road. They just say, "Let's just keep going," you know? <laughs> And I wish I had way more of that because I can get hung up on stupid little things here and there and get get off track and you know what I mean. So it's definitely something that's uh, kind of great quality. To kind of expand on that, remember I got a hold of his his old high school high school football coach and I read yeah. that thing that he sent me, which gives you chills. And but just like what Ross talked about is like the team they played in that that uh, in that championship, they were like. They had never allowed a hundred yard rusher or whatever. And they were chanting Jonah's name before the game. The coach, you know, comes and said, Jonah, we're going to, we're, we're going to, you're going to get, we're going to make sure you get a hundred yards. And Jonah's like, I'm going to get 200 yards against these fuckers. <laughs> and he was just short of 300 yards. You know what I'm saying? It's like he's yeah. going up against the toughest defense in the state that year. No one hadn't given up a hundred yards. And he says he's going to get double. What they've given up, <laughs> and he ends up getting triple. Do you know what I'm saying? It's yeah. like wh- that's, that's just crazy. That's yeah. just confidence right there, and just to believe in yourself, and just go. Whether anybody else believes it, you're just gonna go out and do it. You know what I'm saying? That's I, I love that. Yeah, I thought that was a really cool story, and and uh, you know, I mean, what are the uh, like the guy, the picture of him with his wolves hanging out in the hot tub? Or <laughs> yeah. I mean, that is just crazy. Yeah. Um. All right. So on to the next one. Uh, again, and these are in no specific order. Well, let's talk about our girl Amy G. Uh, Amy, I'll start. I know Amy personally, and I love her. And uh, she's like, she's been there for me through hard times. She's been my, you know, like Todd always says, she's been there through all phases of life, and she's just a steady, steady person. And Amy's actually related to my wife, like through marriage and cousin. You know, they're like third cousins or something. And so we, I get to see Amy here and there too. And so, and, and at work, there's. I say this with with all due respect. Uh, I don't want to sound bad, but I mean, there's there's not a whole lot of like women in my life that that I kind of look up to, my mom and stuff, because I just, I mean, I, I'm surrounded with guys, right? Okay, a- Amy G is is one of them, and I knew coming in like she's a badass woman, you know, and she just like kind of demands respect, but. Sitting here and she leaves and I'm like, I had no idea how fucking badass Amy G really was. Sure. Um, and I, Todd can probably elaborate a little more on her story, but it's, she's incredible. And she really I, is. I don't think I've ever met anybody either that ever had a bad thing to say. <laughs> Besides, everybody says the same thing. Yeah. You know, they all have a story about Amy G and sure. her helping. Well, she's uh, real. Yeah, she, she I mean, is she's real as real. it gets. And everybody, you bring her up. And everybody smiles and has, oh, she's awesome. You know, yeah. everybody. And it doesn't matter who. It might be some, like, person living in a trailer somewhere. It might be someone, you know, like, it's a big, you know, like a, a big state representative or something. They all yeah. sort of light up. Oh, I love Amy. I mean, they all Amy say, they, they all say that. And really, Amy came from nothing either. Sure. You know what I'm saying? And, and we didn't touch a ton on it, but 
the amount of people she helps in her life is like people we like you don't you'll never we'll all i'll never know about it right. you'll never know right. about it because she does it the right way yeah. yeah i mean yeah there's no there's no sh- showiness about it you know what i'm saying it's just it, it's insane and when you know and i i worked i like to say with her but i really kind of worked for her <laughs> <laughs> but i mean there would be people all the time because she worked at the state's attorney's office before she worked, you know, at the Simmons firm. And there'd be people hitting her up all, Hey, can you help Speeding me? Speeding tickets. Something like, <laughs> and I'm always like, tell them the F off stuff. Like, nope. I mean, she just yeah. can't say no to people because she just has that, that caregiver type mentality, you know? And, yeah. And I, and I know, I, I know this for you and I know this for me. There's been many times that I've been the lowest, the lowest in my life and she's the one that's picked me up. And I, sure. you know, some, I have some very specific examples and I guarantee you do too sure the yeah. lowest blackest times in my life amy garrett has been there yeah you know she's definitely one of those people you know yeah. and, and the reason she can you know like most people can't keep up and be that consistent and be there for people always and say yes because mm. it'll take them down with right they'll go down mm. with the ship but amy's just so real she doesn't have to try it's just natural it's yeah. just happening you know and um, she's one of the smartest people oh, I know. Absolutely. I mean, she yeah. gets by on pure intelligence because we know, like, you know how she is at work. Amy, yeah. she's, you know what I'm saying? She'll put everything off until the very last <laughs> second. And just because she's so smart, she can pull anything off. You know yep, what I'm saying? Yep. Oh, it's funny. <laughs> All right. Let's move on. The next complete opposite of Amy G, Mr. Dave Gallant. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about Dave. Uh, well, I do have a pair of socks with his face on them now. Oh, that's great. You know, Dave is one of those dudes. He, like, he will do anything for anybody. You know what I'm saying? Like, he really will. I, I could call Dave and say, Dave, I, I need a ride. I'm blah, blah. He, he would do it. Or Dave, hey, I need to borrow $1,000. Right, Hey, right. Dave, I... Got a, I got arrested last night. Can you bail me out and represent me? I, yes. Like he would, he would do anything. Yep. But there's that, there's, and there's also the Dave who like, we, we talk about him always bringing up his pilot, his pilot, uh, his pilot days and things like that with they, Top Dave, Gun. Dave has a way of coming off sort of braggatory, and I know he listens to this. He's going to oh, hear it, <laughs> but he doesn't. He doesn't mean to be like he's just trying to relate with whatever you're talking about at the time. Do you know what I'm saying? Absolutely, but, man. That he is. He is such a good. I, I couldn't tell you all the things he's done for the gym. Oh, I, I, and, I can believe it. Man. And, and let me say this and. I don't know why my hand is up like this, but um, <laughs> you're holding Dave up. Yes, I'm holding a pedestal. You know, one thing that I've noticed with the, almost all the guests we've had in here is all of them are very good at giving back, like big philanthropists, very all in the charity work. And you're not going to find people like Kim and that, like like I said about Amy Garrett, Kim and Dave, like they give oh, to man. everything, yeah. yeah, everything they do. You know what I'm saying? And so it's just. <laughs> Dave's Dave. And yeah, I Dave love- can rub people the wrong way, but man, he, he's he's a good dude. Well, he's lived I, an interesting life, and he he too has you know just kind of climbed the the life ladder. Sure, sure. And they, we, we probably Dave was our first guest mm-hmm. that we were interviewing. Yeah, <laughs> we probably could have got more out of Dave if we knew what the fuck we were doing. <laughs> right. <laughs> but so going but he did back, roll in with a cooler. <laughs> yes, he did. Yes, he did. <laughs> Uh, but he touched base, you know, just a little bit, but even when it came to my business, like I didn't know Dave 
until I started the brick house. Right. He knew, you know, and I just knew him because of Todd, but from the get go, even in my business coming in and Hey, I'll do, Hey, if you need anything, let me do this. Let me do that. Bring in different people into my business who wouldn't have walked in the door without Dave. Like that's just who he is. You know, and he, he, he does. He rented the brick hall twice in two days. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's great. <laughs> but he, he, he really is. I mean, I think he, him and Todd have a have a special relationship, and because of that, I mean, Dave does look out for us. I yeah, mean, he does. Know, exactly. really does, and mm-hmm. you just you can't appreciate that, you know, any more than we do. I just, Dave's and, a great dude to us, and then he drives a Tesla. Okay, hey, he I, does. I'm, <laughs> I envy him for that. Oh, I'm geez. still rolling a 2012 Volt, baby, and so, I, <laughs> and so you should. Um, no, Dave. Though I, I got a funny story about Dave. When I first met Dave um, through through work, oh, again, hold on a second. Has has anybody ever first met Dave and like I want to punch this guy in the back of the head? <laughs> well, I'm kind of going there, okay. but I figured it out pretty quick. So I remember meeting Dave at like you know those uh, chicken dinners or whatever they call <laughs> chicken them, right? dance, like a beer and chicken, chicken yeah, dance, beer and chicken dance. Which <laughs> we should have a hey, beer and chicken dance. This eat, say, live. <laughs> that would be good. Uh, Beer and chicken dance at the Brick House fundraiser. Yeah, yeah. But anyways, the, and th- by the way, those are Riverbend things. I'd never heard of that till I moved here. <laughs> and so, so we, you know, I go to this thing with a bunch of people from work, and I knew Kim just because I worked with her, right? And she's the sweetest, and you know, she's great. And then I meet Dave, and he's just you know holding court and just going around razzing everybody. <laughs> and I, as the night went on, I got to know him a little bit, and I was like, at first, like you said, I was like, man, this guy thinks he's hot shit, and you know whatever. <laughs> but then as the night went on, I was like, man, this guy's a blast. Yeah. And then I played golf with Dave a few times. I see him out on the golf course here and there. He's a hell of a golfer, by the way. He's a really. Oh, good he'll golfer. tell you that. He'll uh, tell hey, you. He can it. back it up though. So so. Yeah, I remember the first time I met him when he was dating Kim, like when I was working at Simmons. And I'm like, who the hell is this guy? You know, yeah. at first, at first, he just, he has a, he has a weird way of coming across. But. Yeah. He just doesn't hold back and he's not trying to, trying to, uh, impress anybody. And how, how old is Dave? Because, and I only say that because I hope whenever I'm Dave's age, I work out as consistently as Dave does. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> he's upper fifties. Yeah. Cause I mean, the other, I mean, he was talking 50s? to me about, he, he was getting close to retirement here. So far, I mean, seriously, <laughs> you know, Dave, Dave runs he a crap runs. ton. He's at Pride. He does personal training with Haley down there. He's at Circuit. All he was at Circuit five thirty this morning. But, Golfs but, how but, many times? Yeah, but Dave, but Dave thinks that Guinness <laughs> is is a post workout drink. And so citywide yeah. <laughs> and citywide, yeah, he thinks he thinks those are post workout drinks. <laughs> All right, so let's roll into the next one. The next one is none other than Eddie Boy. I mean, I thought that was a fun episode. Uh, Eddie's he's a character, man. Number one thing that sticks out about that episode is the 21st birthday T-shirts. Yes, I yeah. still am shocked by it. I still don't shocked. believe it. <laughs> yeah, the numbers on that seem a little crazy. I remember I, running man, them, but the, hey, hey, I the believe way he spit them out. I'm, I believe him. I don't know. Just one thing before we start talking too much about Eddie is. Like he thought he was just coming on here and doing like a little five minute like promo <laughs> like, promo like no, yeah he had he no idea this into. was gonna be like a like a couple hour like deep dive into his life yeah, Diddy Ross yeah, he had, had no, no idea. idea no and we'll still get 
a group text from him every once in a while. Fucking ran into some more people. All they want to talk about was the podcast. <laughs> spent fucking ten thousand dollars yesterday on marketing for radio, and people just want to talk about this damn podcast. That's <laughs> the very first like Friday after the podcast. That's what he said. He goes, "I spent twenty five hundred dollars on the advertising, and all they want to do is talk about your <laughs> effing podcast." <laughs> Hey, that's great. But, you know, the thing about Eddie, and Ross kind of knew this beforehand because they hang out and things, uh, but, like, I don't think people realize how, one, like, how much he's had to work at that business. You know what I'm saying? Sure. People, everybody just thought it was handed to him. And, two, like, how smart he actually is. And I think I, I touched on that a little bit. That might have been offensive the way I said it to him. But, you know what I'm saying? People take him as sort of a party boy, which, I mean, he likes to get down. Uh, what run and rip was that? What you said, Kevin? Ripping and running, ripping and running. Yeah. But he he's a very intelligent businessman. Yeah. When it comes to the bar life, the industry, I mean, he he's a genius. Yeah. That, I mean, I like going other places with him, and and his mind just starts working. You know, as a lot of people go into a restaurant, they're like, oh, if I own this, I'd do this. But when you when you own one, you kind of see it a little differently. But I mean, the way his works, is just another, you know, there's levels to this game and, and he's yeah. at the top of it. Yeah. But, I mean, he's never satisfied with that place. You know, he's but, always looking for that next edge. Yeah. Because yeah. you could easily just coast. Oh, man. You could easily coast yeah. down there. Not, you know, have to do really anything. Yeah, he could have yeah. coasted when he bought it from his dad. Yeah. Right. You know, but I mean, he took it to a whole nother level. Like, yeah. like we talked about the, that his show is like, he's the one that bought the street. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Everybody kind of thought it was his dad but he's the one that bought the street and had that uh that sort of vision to do that sure you know? like you said he could have just that thing was super successful inside and could have just stayed that way yeah but you know what i'm saying they he took it up yeah. doubled the uh doubled the uh the p- amount of patrons yeah there's probably not another person right now where i am at in my life that i that's who i enjoy having lunch with more than him. I mean, that's who I want to sit down because I can just pick his brain all day long. Sure. And, you know, he doesn't give me any bullshit. He, he tells me exactly how he thinks. Uh, and, yeah, he's in this industry, he's, he's a freaking genius. And so. Yeah, he really is. And it's, it's funny how that works. Like, it's usually that second generation that's kind of coming in that has those crazy ideas that the old man's like, ah, I don't want to do that. But right. the you know that generation comes in and and sees that vision and pulls it off and it's it's great. And another thing to that easily you can also see that second generation coast like you guys just said. Oh yeah. Oh my dad you know my dad has this but I just got to take it over and coast and then they ruin the business. Yeah. And not him he took, and themselves personally yeah, usually you exactly. know they usually go down some dark paths. Yeah. I, I bet a lot of people predicted when Eddie took over that he would coast he would just put like take advantage and just you know party with all that money and just let it you know just let it go to hell. Yeah. And totally not the case. Yeah. Yeah. No. He's he's uh, he's something else. He's I, I one of my most proud things is that he never I never got kicked out of there. <laughs> I've seen a lot well, of other that, people that get makes kicked. that makes one person in this room. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how, but I never did. His intelligence in in this industry says a lot about his dad and how his dad raised him yeah you know, his dad obviously just didn't say here you go son you can have that new car or whatever he made him work for everything and i and 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 talking to eddie his dad his dad taught him lessons you know his dad just didn't say figure it out his dad was explaining this is why we do things right. you know his dad's making a decision on 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 things say we got this option this is what could happen this is what could happen with this option and and i think his dad was sit there and and explain things to him 
and so he understood things, you know, instead of, he, he taught him life lessons and lessons, you know, how to do the bar, not just hand it to you and good luck, son, like, you know. Yeah, and that's, you know, Ross, you know, as being a parent, that's hard to do consistently. Yeah. You, you know what I mean? Like, I, I get on my, I get beat up on myself for not doing that more, right? Like, if I'm just too busy with other stuff, if I, you know, and, and my, my parenting skills get lazy, I, I hate the, the effect that might have on my kids someday. So it's, it's, it's easy hard to, not to teach that lesson real quick. Yeah. Just do what I say. Right. But, right. Yeah. yeah. And then, like, for you, Ross, I mean, I remember coming to Dick and Barb's when, you know, we used to all go to lunch at work back in 2005, six, just tiny little place. And then now when I come here and look around, it's, it's insane, man. So, I mean, like somebody like Eddie, how instrumental was he in, in kind of when you started thinking about doing things, were you consulting with people like Eddie? I mean, I know you've talked about it, uh, with other folks too, but yeah, um, I, I don't want to pat myself on the back, but I'm not scared to reach out to anybody and pick right. their brain. And and I think I'm not the smartest guy in the world, but I'm fucking smart enough to figure that out. And there's so many people that have already done it, and you and you just copy it and you implement it in your own little way. And so with Eddie Boy, he, me, and him started to get a little closer. Um, why I still own the brick house, but when I started getting this idea and I knew I was going to do it. He was really the first person I reached out and said, Hey, I got these plans going. I want you to come through come in, have lunch. I want to walk through with these. Right. And he, and he gave me some, he, he gave me some, some really important ideas that ended up getting put into place that looking back and like, fuck, I'm glad, I'm glad I called him in because <laughs> it just, it just makes the flow of things go better. And, and there wasn't like any kind of like, corner of it that he didn't hit from the from the kitchen hey this if you're doing this you got to do this over here right. don't forget about this shit you know so yeah he he really kept me in line about some things that i probably as a first timer would have missed but he's like no hey you got to make sure you do this well, why because this is what's gonna you don't you don't see these problems a year or two down the road he goes but you're gonna have them and about everything that he always brought up came true sure yeah that's so, yeah, awesome, right man. off the bat, he was one of the first ones I brought in. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's wild. I remember at, uh, you know, we used to have that big charity dinner down at the Gateway Center, the firm oh, did. Yeah, yes. The, hot, the Christmas party, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it was like a Christmas yeah. charity thing, and we'd <laughs> what, have what? an auction, and Eddie Boy bought a Firebird. He bought that. <laughs> <laughs> there was a there was a uh, Burt Reynolds special, you know, whatever Firebird edition, black and gold and gold rims, and Eddie Boy buys it, and then goes out partying, and then the next day I show up to work, it's in the parking lot at our office. <laughs> they just brought it there, and the next day he's like, "Hey, I need to come pick up my car." <laughs> he didn't drive it out of there; someone else brought it, but. Man, just a great story. Just left with a car. Remember that Christmas party? Like one year they had Big Big Bad Voodoo Daddy, which yeah, was a I giant was... sort of band back in the time. They had like a big one-hit wonder that was out at the time. I can't remember the song, but yeah, I, that was the year before I came, uh, so I gotcha. wasn't I wasn't uh, around. You missed that. Yeah. Yep, missed that one. Where, where was it at? Up at the KC Hall? No, here? that that was at the the Collinsville. Oh, they did yeah. that there. Mm -hmm. All right, the last one I want to go into was Carolina. I thought that was such a great episode, um, and I just liked her, the rawness of her, and the way she razzed Todd. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. it was just like, uh, 
a special relationship you guys have. You know, just the the ability of Herc to not care and just kind of rags on Todd a little bit. And I just thought it was a fun episode. And coming from what she came from, it's just it's crazy. It, it's her story is remarkable, and we just kind of barely scratched the surface on like what she's went through in her lifetime. Like we, you know, we talked about okay, there was physical abuse. Okay, there was. A, but we like I've gotten into specifics with her. Sure. You know what I'm saying? And it's and we didn't get into it on here. And she's just a remarkable person. Let me let me say this real quick. So remember she was training for that two hundred mile race. Yeah. Which she did. And she <laughs> like I talking to her afterwards, this is no shit. And this wasn't her making up because she she's not like she doesn't brag. You know what I'm saying? She's like it wasn't really a challenge for me. Like that's what she what? said. Wow. Now, and I would love to do her accent, but it ends up coming out Irish. And, but yeah, I mean, it wasn't really like she, I mean, it was hard. Was it hard? Yes. But like she's, it wasn't really a challenge. I think she got like fourth or fifth or something like in her. That's and insane. this is like a, this is a world renowned race. Like David Goggins and people like that have done this thing, you know? So yeah, we still, her and I talk all the time. I, I, I mentioned on thing. We met out at a, it a freaking the baton memorial the death march, march. yeah, yeah it's, it was so weird that like her and i end up meeting out there because i mean seriously there's thousands there's thousands and thousands of people doing this march out there okay and it's it's 99% dudes and there's very few females and how her and i ended up just talking and and striking up this friendship and you know what i'm saying this little flirtatious thing that her and i do all the time <laughs> you know what i'm saying but it was just yeah it was it was strange. well it's but, not surprising todd likes the ladies he likes the ladies <laughs> todd, they do not like the ladies they do not like me <laughs> but you know but i in my job and the the role and the character I sort of play at the Thunderdome is like the hard ass. Like, right. I don't care. Like, oh, you know, I, I, I sprained my ankle. Is it broken? You know, it's like, you cannot bench. You know, just things like that. Like, I, I don't give people breaks. I rip them. That's just what I do down there. Do you know what I'm saying? I'm the hard ass. Now, when I call Carolina, she is that to me. It doesn't matter what is That's wrong. Great. With, I, I, I would love to have like, like when I was trying to find and you know the new the new thunderdome and i was looking and i'm stressed and you know what i'm saying just down and like calling her don't be a pussy just buy something like, i mean i'm like dude she like there was no mercy on me about any of it you know what i'm saying i could call like you or i was like okay you'll find you know what i'm saying and, but dude she was just like like, t- like it was just it's a comp she's like beats me down but it's a, but it's also a confidence builder as she does it i like sure. her a little more but when we touched at the beginning of the show about um what i've gotten out of this show that right there is one of them i forgot about that episode but having this show i would have never known about her and and been able to hear that story of the struggle um and and he you you touched you know you touched on we just scratched the surface i don't know her but i know that she wasn't getting into everything there's so much more of a struggle that she even gave you know gave in their story and so one of the best things besides the relationship we've built is getting to hear these stories that I would have never heard before. You know, right. they're, they're inspirational. In they're person, motivational. person and sitting and right across from you. Yeah, absolutely. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. like, and they're like, 
they're like sort of intimate conversations, sort of like we don't like to think of them as interviews. Yeah. And this is with her, and then also also with Tony Pizzo, like these people coming over from other countries, just sort of boom, dropped in the middle of here, don't know the language. It just it blows my mind. It's hard to it's hard to fathom coming from a little bitty Bethalto or you know the Midwest and and Kansas City, thinking of. Just gonna go to uh, some other country, gonna sure. go to France and just start all over with like, not knowing yeah. the language. Hell yeah, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. And then, then not only not only have did they come over not knowing the language and just being dropped in this other country, but successful. They yeah. become yeah. successful. That's, that's the best part. Yeah, you know, I you know I go over to Mexico for many years and stay with that family over there, like in the middle of Mexico. And you know they they know English and Spanish. I know no Spanish. And every year I come back to you like, so how how's your Spanish doing? Mm, no better yeah. <laughs> none nothing is not sinking in <laughs> but i you know i would be dude i i just don't think i have that that the intellect to learn another language like these people they just they don't like she went to college not knowing not not, not knowing english and somehow yeah, learned it crazy. you know i guess i guess it is kind of a sink or swim thing but well, that's that's that just amazes me. You, you need know? to try that. Uh, there's an app that can teach you Spanish. Well, you and Knuckles can sit by the fire <laughs> and learn <laughs> Spanish together. Well, you know when I go over there and they're like, oh, "How's your?" Like, eh. I go see. This is I come over here for you guys to be able to practice your your English. That's what <laughs> that I'm here sounds for. Sounds about right. You know, I was like, because I go over there like. The first time I went over there, I went for 10 days and like, I didn't see one white person the entire time. I mean, they're like, it's right in the middle of freaking Mexico. So no gringos, no gringos. Um, well, that's it. Those are my top five. Um, and, uh, but honestly, some of the, some of my favorites too are just you guys going back and forth too. I like those. Those we, have been good. We didn't think that those would be good. You know, we, we were always kind of down on those, but a lot of people. You know, we'll just have a one-on-one, and people are like, yeah. you got to do more of those. Well, I'm sure. I don't <laughs> know how. Like, I, don't, I don't know what else we could say. <laughs> I don't know how prepared you are coming in, but it flows good. You, yeah. you know what I mean? And I, so I don't know if it's just what the right move is. Just come in and start talking or have some bullet points. You, you know, but either way, I think it's, a little bit I think both. those but, are good. Well, here, <laughs> a little bit. So I, here, Kevin, let's, let's talk about this okay. too. Okay. So, I want to, I want to practice. I want to come in here and like for an hour, me and him not even record. We just get on the mic and we talk and we practice. I want to write up, Hey, let's do these little gimmicks and these skin and these things. And let's have some topics and we come in and do these. And we never ever. And Ross, Oh, we'll just, it'll, we'll figure it out. It'll, it'll go. And dude, I want to, I want this thing. Like I want a script. I want us to have it <laughs> scripted out. And see, I think it's more raw. If you don't, I though. get it. I get it. Raw, organic and all that crap. But <laughs> yeah, I mean, cause more, you know, I, I'm like Ross. I don't, I don't like putting this together to do this show. It was nerve wracking and I was nervous coming in here because this isn't my show and I'm not just sitting down and talking with someone and pushing play, right? It's and, still not your show, okay? And, just be honest. <laughs> anyways, uh, and so it's like, it, it is kind of, uh, having a little script to follow makes me nervous, right? It's hard. I don't yeah. want to miss something and what happens if it goes a different direction. And so like, I feel like with you guys bantering back and forth, it, it seems pretty raw and real whether you're preparing for it or not. So, I mean, we, we 
I have literally known Ross his entire sure. freaking life. Some people are like, oh, I've known him my whole life. Well, you met when you were nine. You met with him. Dude, I mean, I, I saw his shitty diapers. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, you know, so I've known him his whole life. And it's just, that's, I think that's what makes it a little easier for us. You know what I'm saying? To, to go back and forth and have that, you know? Um, <laughs> I was, it's funny. I don't know if I told this on the air about you being a bad employee. Have I ever told that on the air? Um, probably numerous times. <laughs> oh, have I? <laughs> <laughs> All right. I won't tell it. <laughs> oh, at the hit squad? Yeah. The yeah. Hit squad. <laughs> when, when Ross starts complaining about an employee, I, I always stop. Hold on a second. You used to be the worst employee on the planet. Okay. All right. <laughs> All right. Now I want to go into something kind of funny. Uh, on your Apple page for the show. Mm hmm. You have a 4.7 star rating. There, what? Hey, what? Listen to this. I was all right, so one person gave you a one star. So who is it, and how do we find them? That's that's what I want to ask you guys. I just I've went. Never, and checked. I've never looked. Have you? I have. I, I didn't yeah. really. I knew we didn't have five star. It wasn't five stars. Yeah, but I you didn't got really somebody got out there that's it against. Can, does you. it not show you? Does it not show who that is? If they left a review, a written review. It shows those people's names and stuff, but you know, there, there's chick, a one star. Shit. Yeah, yeah, there's some pansy the, out there. It's I, I guarantee it has something to do with not liking Ross. <laughs> I guarantee <laughs> it has to be that. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like Ross doesn't contribute enough to the show. He's not funny. Do you know what I'm saying? Like he cuts, t- he tries to cut Todd off. He try, you know, I, I guarantee that's what it is. You know, here, let's talk a, just a little something about that. Is these. These online rating things like Yelp and Stars and, and, and you know it with the freaking brick house. It's like people can just go on, write up any review they want. They could have, they don't got even, them started now. Yeah. You don't even have to go into like the brick house and eat. You could have never been there sure. and say, I found a roach in my mozzarella stick and put a one star up. Yeah. And no one verifies that. Ross can't take it down. Like it, that's insane. Right? Like you could just, if you, I'm sure there's people out there that own businesses that just go on and rate other people's businesses terribly. Do you know what I'm saying? Those people are out there. I hate to believe that, but. Oh, yeah, yeah, they definitely are. If someone doesn't like, like, and I'm, who knows? Maybe somebody really doesn't like the show, which is, I find hard to believe. But, (laughs) but I mean, maybe somebody just like, yeah, you know what? I hate those two dickheads. They're cocky. (laughs) One star. Do you know what I'm saying? They both, they're doing so well. I I, I don't understand just how this rating system, you know. Have, have either of you ever left a review? On a business, good or bad. I don't think so. I've never left a review. I've never. I might have hit like the star thing before, just a friend. I've, I mean, I've uh, never given it, someone a bad, a yeah. bad right, one. Right, right. Nothing but just, good. I might have just, because so a lot of times now, if you check if you check in somewhere, it'll say like, want to rate it or whatever, and you can just easily hit right. five yeah. stars. And just to help the business out. Yeah. Yes. But I, I want to fight everyone who gets <laughs> on Facebook and just reviews. Like, like I, I went and tried out this new restaurant and blah, 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 and just rate it horribly and just rips them. You know what I'm saying? With like one time, it's it's insane to me. You know what I'm saying? People yeah. how they just want to beat businesses down and things like that. I think it's just a deep rooted sensitivity or insecurity on their end. You, you know, they're just a miserable person. Yeah, it gives them they, a little power. Yeah, they have a little yeah. power with you know what I'm saying. Like what is it? I know they they contribute this to Mike Tyson, but I don't think it was like the internet has made people way too uh what, tough. What, 
what is it? Maybe people speak too much without having the threat of being punched in the yeah, face something or something like that. Yeah. Something yeah. Like yeah, that. that. Do you know what I'm saying? I think you posted that one. And day. back to like the Yelp. I, I didn't know this at all. Makes sense though. If you pay for Yelp as a business, all they will control those negative reviews. Put them where people can't see them. Only <laughs> oh, show okay. your that makes your sense. good review. You you know, and then you stop paying for it. All of a sudden, here come these bad reviews again. Dollar dollar bills, y'all. Dollar dollar bills. It don't make dollars. It don't make sense, Ross. <laughs> hey, when the goal is to make money, it's good and bad. You know, <laughs> there's somebody else out there that's got that goal. Right. Right. Um. All right. So now I think we're into the to the fun part of today's show. I have some fan questions. So I have taken the liberty to pull the fans. And oh, okay, well, should I even ask where you got Okay, these? well, I'm going to get to it. Okay. So oh, okay. since I represent half of your audience, that just means <laughs> that I made a list of questions. Um, so this one, start. I started this episode with this one being uh, a question for Ross, but it's kind of for both of you now. Why do you why do you cuss so much? I'm a cusser. <laughs> I'm a cusser. Todd, I, don't, I, don't. I feel like you've cussed more today. You know what? You're, you've been, I, you better watch your mouth a little bit. I went, I know, I was thinking like, man, does Pastor Phil listen to yours? <laughs> um, you know what? I went like, listen, I, uh, I have a story to this. I went 10, 15 years of like not cussing. Yeah. I just quit. And I just said, I don't cuss. And people would say, you know, I, I'm like, I don't cuss. Can I tell you when I started cussing? I'm, this is, I swear to you. I'm, it was when you've been hanging again. out with him? No, no. Well, it was COVID. <laughs> during COVID, during the lockdown. I'm not even, I swear. And I know a lot of people blame COVID on everything. Right, you know what I'm right. saying? But like, I got fat because of COVID. I had to shut my business because of COVID. But I started cussing during COVID. It's no joke. That was your outlet. I, I would say as I became a business owner, like if I was hanging out with my friends, I would, and we're in conversation, I'm just cussing. And I'm telling a story and I'm like, F this, that, you know, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Since I've, I have became a little more like look myself in the mirror, like, okay, now you got employees. You're like representing yourself. They still just slip, but you're in the industry. I, 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 I'm a little more of a cusser. Yeah. I just, never cuss at pride. Like, never. There's probably in 10 years, I've probably let out two or three and never in front of like a high school kid or anything. Yeah. No matter how like mad I want to kill them or, you know what I'm saying? Whatever. Yeah. But, yeah, but yeah. I think that's you're good at uh, focusing on trying to help people for their future. I feel like that's a good talent you have, Todd. I, I'm really good at cussing. I don't think Ross is as good at it. You know what I'm Ross saying? Just his, 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 just a, his, his is just, just part come. of his. His is just part of his language. <laughs> you, like, like, you like to use cussing as like. The, the, Punching a motherfucking mouth, like, <laughs> right, like right. you know, you well, have to listen, really build so, up this sentence by uh, dropping a motherfucker. Or whatever. Okay, you, I just, I'm do like, you know who you know who Easy E is from NWA? Like, oh, there's yeah. this one time they're doing this on one of his songs. They're doing this fake fake uh, interview, and they're like, Easy, why are you always cussing in your records? He's like, Who are you, Gene Autry or something? I just try to do that to get my point across. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Yeah, Easy E reference. All right, the second question, and this is, you know, I've I've witnessed this. Um, I've seen Todd try to jump on a lot of stuff, right? Like he used to try <laughs> to jump on the desks at our office. <laughs> Who can I, jump higher? Oh, uh, uh, Ross by far. Ross, can. that's that's not even a competition. I can't. My jumping is 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 non-existent anymore. I did see that you jump onto the handlebars down at Pride today. You know, like when your kid goes to um, like the monkey bars, you oh, jump on the yeah, monkey yeah, bars, yeah. like you act like you were dunking a basketball. Yeah. 
So he got a little, you know, Todd gets a little pumped. Some songs come up, starts <laughs> bouncing around a little bit. So nobody was on this uh, on the monkey bars doing the exercise at that time. And he comes running up and he, he got a little speed going. So he goes to jump. Style flies off when he hits. And he got a little like when someone goes to dunk with too much momentum. A little he swing. started swinging forward a little bit. And you know when your kid does something and you get a little scared like, oh, shit, yeah. you see it before it's about to happen. Well, I thought maybe Todd was uh, going to get too carried away. <laughs> swing, sweaty palms just back. slip yeah, off. Yeah, okay. Exactly <laughs> what I thought. It's palms were going to get sweaty. He was going down. But I'm like, oh. It's funny you said that. So I used to, the like, you know how I did it like the long ways of the monkey bars where the big giant opening is. Yeah. Now, you know, like the part we actually get on the monkey bars and it's like a narrow opening. Yeah. I used to, down at the old Thunderdome, I would take off running. And this is when I had a little more jumping ability. And I would, I would jump through the narrow part and I would swing in my body. Like you said, my body would swing out and I'd almost be parallel to the ground. And I would let go of one rung and then be able to just grab like a couple rungs down. I swung up parallel to the ground, exactly <laughs> what you said. I landed on my back and my back of my head and my shoulders. And I think it knocked me out for like 1.3 seconds. Only a couple people saw it, dude. I was like, and it was right towards the end of circuit. Like, if it would have been at the beginning, I'd have been like, uh, dude, I was, I th- I'm pretty sure I had a mild concussion the rest of the day. So, so I hadn't done it until like, not learned. <laughs> And well, hold on. I stopped doing it for several years. And then like in the last month or two, when we moved the monkey bars, there's a good runway for yes, it. So is. I hadn't done it for years. <laughs> That's great. It's funny you say that. Yeah, he can out. I mean, yeah, easily. All right. So um, this is, again, it's, it's for both of you, but I'm going to start with Ross. Ross, when you finally decided to give up on hair, did you consult Todd first, or did you just make the I can't decision wait to on jump your own? In on this one, so and I didn't have to consult. Can I? I come I? home <laughs> from college, or yeah, I was in college when I gave up on it, and he had already, yeah, he'd given up first. He went. He, you, did you shave first? I, well, I, I shaved really my head remember. before I needed to shave my head. Okay, and I and I did shave before I needed to shave. But probably a lot of influence to do. Yeah, absolutely. A lot of influence had to come from Todd because you come home and you just fucking hear him in your ear. Right. When you go shave your butt. Hey, just because you shaved it doesn't mean I need to, okay? He wanted and, some and company. Todd, you company. Know, yeah, he definitely wanted company. Misery needs company. And, you know, he likes to... He likes to take someone else's flaws or what he thinks is someone else's flaws, and he likes to really magnitude. You know, it makes him feel good. Mm. He gets a good laugh out of the people around him for it. So you walk, <laughs> you know, you walk into the bar. Todd starts making fun of his younger brother's hair, trying sure. to get a laugh out of everybody else. I'm like, fuck that. But okay, yeah. Let's hear my hand is up. The hand is up. That's the signal that I I, I would like to speak now. So. He said, oh, I shaved mine before I needed to. That is well, a total dude. He held on to that for as long as he, like he, first he had like the, like, like when, like sort of longer hair, he like grease it all down on there. And then like when this sort of like the, the Caesar cut where it was messy. Caesar. I mean, he was strategically <laughs> glue each little patch together and move them around and try to cover. He went along like, cause Ross lost his hair sooner than, than 
My shit started going back for yeah, me. Yeah, it, yeah. And he he held on for but, a he's like he even knows and I'm he, probably lying a little yeah. bit. But, but <laughs> probably lying is about as much as you saying the same thing. <laughs> like I just shaved my no, that's, okay. That, but and, and this guy had to start making fun of someone's hair. Do you remember when he tried to go to M and M route? I like, don't. Oh yeah. He took <laughs> when all, was this? Yeah, he he all of a sudden shows up like he's M M&M and M one day and had shaved like two Taylor went, Park girls go around the outside, <laughs> dyed it all blonde. <laughs> That is true. And that was terrible. It was a terrible look. Yes. Got me. You've got some terrible looks. Oh, yeah. now, it's funny we're having this conversation because at lunch the other day, our dad came down from Calhoun. It was three brothers. It was me and Ross and our, our, uh, our brother Sam. And so we started uh, talking I about, about that. <laughs> I hope Ty doesn't. It was, so we started talking is Sam about bald too? Yeah. So we, st- sh- we're not bald. We shave our heads. Okay. So <laughs> Sorry. we started talking about Ty and he's, he's whole, he's whole, like he's, because he hasn't shaved his head, but he needs to. And <laughs> he's at that point. Yeah. He definitely had more hair than the rest of us and, for yes. a long time, but now he's there. He's there. But he, the now, problem is he's got these, it looks like someone left two car doors open for his ears <laughs> on his head. You know what I'm saying? It's like, it's like a double-handled coffee mug, and, you know? And he's and worried about the, those ears. And I get it. He doesn't have the best head for it, you know? Well, that kind of rolls into my next question. <laughs> What is it like living in the shadow of Ty? Oh. I don't even know what that means. <laughs> oh man! You know what, Ty? Like Ty is is like. I mean, I feel like we're all not bad people, but Ty is like one of the best people yeah. that I know in my life. You know what I'm saying? Like yep. I strive. Like he'll say, "Oh, Ty's my big," but I strive to be like Ty. Do you know what I'm saying? I'm not just on here giving him a hand job. Like he, like he is. He's one of the best people I know. Yeah. I mean, most dedicated. I'm, it's, it's insane. I could sit here. We could go another hour. Me just talking about Ty. Me and Todd have a I don't know, chip on our shoulder, a little more hate. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> anger, <laughs> anger, rage. rage. Ty doesn't have that. He's the mellow one. Yeah. His, I mean, his heart, he has a fucking heart of gold and he does. <clears throat> I, I would do a lot for Todd, but not anything for Todd. No. Like Ty would do anything for us. And right. Well, first of all, you'd be the last person I'd call to do something for me. Yeah, because away. I don't want to take you to get your truck. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 we cannot say enough good things we about really Ty. Can't. And he's another person that, like, we kind of talked about, like, Amy Garrett. Like, I mean, I don't know a lot of people. That, I mean, there's a lot of people that would say bad, like, Todd, I hate that guy, Ross. I, Absolutely. But I, I, if and you say that about Ty, you got your own problems. Yes. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I've probably right. earned it. Ross I've has earned probably it. earned it, but I guarantee you Ty hasn't earned it. You yeah. know what I'm saying? It's, yeah. It's, yeah. He, he's, he's the best dude. And I, I mean, he seriously makes me want to be better all the time. Do you know what I'm saying? And, and the dedication he has to like his kids, it's, it's insanity. You know what, what he does, man. Yeah. I don't know Ty well, but I've spent <laughs> time around him a few times. He, he's, he's a great dude. Remember when we used to play tennis and that one day, <laughs> one day me and Todd would go play tennis and, I could hang for the first game, but then he'd wear me out and, and beat me. But one day, Ty came out and played against. We were on one side against Ty. <laughs> Why are you telling for this? Five minutes, <laughs> and he just mopped. He just was putting the ball in places where neither of us could get to. Ty is a racket sport monster. Yeah, I, yes, I mean the only thing better than his heart is his paddle game. <laughs> if it, it tennis. Pickleball, badminton, ping pong. 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 We used to, back in the day, there was a bar down in Alton, I think it's closed now, called Don and Pennies. Oh, yeah. I remember that. And on Thursday nights, they had a ping pong tournament. 
and you'd win like pitchers of beer. And so we'd drag Ty down <laughs> Thursday nights and he would win his pitchers of beer like in this, in this ping pong tournament. I mean, he can beat me at tennis left handed, you know, embarrassingly. Yeah. 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 That's great. All right. On to the next. Um, all right, Todd, you, you always say that kids and old people love you. But why can't you close the gap with the people in between, those in-between <laughs> folks? What's going on there? Kevin, if I had that answer, I would do it, okay? <laughs> if I had that answer, I would do it. <laughs> and you know who I think You know who I think actually came up with that little saying? Who's I think, that? I think Amy G came oh, up with that Amy saying. Amy G gave me kids that and one. Love pe- and kids and old people yep. love you. You, you Everybody saw right in between, that. Yeah. <laughs> Amy gave That's me funny. that one. This, oh, she did? That's oh. the only one she gave me <laughs> i yeah. had a couple consultants putting uh, this thing together but I, I mean she can take credit for that yeah one. well that's i i don't I, I that's that's the my my life purpose is try to find that answer kevin <laughs> <laughs> all right ross you were a teacher right yep spell the word perpendicular it's not even gonna try <laughs> perpen no i'm gonna try it p-e-r-p-n perp e-n perp n D-I-C-U-L-A-R. Got it. Whoa! Sound effects. <laughs> we need sound effects. Oh, I'll get you guys set up at the new studio. <laughs> All right, Todd. Um, being that you've given yourself the nickname Commissioner of Comedy, let's hear a joke. <laughs> well... I, first of all, Kevin, whoever told you that should know that I will not be solicited for comedy. Okay, <laughs> all right. I'm okay. not your little performing monkey okay, over so here. That, hey, tell me, like you know. That means yeah, you don't have a joke. Right? Well, not I'm. I'm not a. Uh, so anyway, the, you know, the the two police officers walk into a bar. I, I'm not that kind of joke teller, Kevin. Okay. Okay. So you're, so, you're a little more. Yeah. Uh, not, I will, I will not be solicited one. for comedy. Next question, bud. <laughs> okay. Okay. Right, hey, this- Kevin, give us a question. <laughs> okay. All right, this one, uh, it might be a little touchy, but it goes hand-in-hand hand with the second part. All right, how much money do each of you make, and when is it going to be enough to send Todd to Mexico for good? <laughs> huh? <laughs> well, I, I think when Todd was going through his whole, whole little pride um, relocation, I really thought I had him talked into doing it mobile, and and I think he was headed south. So I <laughs> yeah, thought we were yeah. almost there, but <laughs> then this opportunity came up. Yeah. Well, I'm glad well, it did. Well, December 22nd, I will be back in Mexico. <laughs> right on. Um, all right. So being that it's the holidays, what is it like, other than Todd being gone, what's it like <laughs> at a Locks family Christmas? Because I imagine it can get kind of rowdy. It, it is a. It's it's like you ever see those celebrity roasts. Yep. It's like that, except like we just take like you know a celebrity roast. They have one night. They go in. Okay, we're gonna roast Matthew McConaughey, and everybody roasts him. Sure. Okay, and that's just that one night. And then you know they have another celebrity roast a different time. And like, oh, tonight we're gonna we're gonna roast uh, Matt Damon. Okay. But he that we do that at our holiday functions but we just take turns all right we're going to we're going to roast Ross for 1 hour once we see a tear roll down his cheek okay we're moving, <laughs> moving on. on we're moving on to mom and, and it's, okay hey, and it's been like that since like from when it started i mean since i can remember does Ty roast people he tries he's not real good at it 
He's but he will throw it like he'll, he he's not real good because he doesn't he doesn't talk a lot. But then every once in a while, just boom, boom. a great zinger will he's come out. He's got one loaded that yeah. he's been waiting waiting remember, on. <laughs> remember, uh, he's a good laugher though. Was it last Christmas? Sergeant Margaret showed up in her uh, spandex. I think it was Thanksgiving. Not Thanksgiving. <laughs> you better not spandex, talk. You better but not bring you... that up. Oh, man. So, Sergeant Margaret, you know, the toughest of us all. What do you call those pants now? They all yeah, wear the tights. Yoga pants. Yoga, yoga pants. So, our mom shows up. Sergeant <laughs> Margaret, she shows up to Thanksgiving in yoga pants and just like, like a shirt. Like, not like a shirt going down, like covering them. Just yoga pants and like a hoodie that's like yeah. just waist high. <laughs> Have you ever seen your mom in yoga pants? No, I don't think we had so. never seen our mom in yoga <laughs> so pants. Just by surprise, yeah. yes. And so uh, we'd had some drinks. Let, I mean, we, we didn't attack her right off the bat. We let her. It, we had to warm I, up a I little bit. I took it a little far. Yeah. I Is she still wearing them? Lot. Does she still wear I, them no. or no? No. Game over. <laughs> she she is a bad scene. But I kept doing this uh, this Olivia Newton John thing. Like, let's get. Physical, physical, <laughs> let me see your body rock. And I was doing this little dance, and I just could not stop myself from doing it for like an hour straight. Normal, I mean, most people, for our, we don't get too dressed up. I mean, you normally come over a little dressed up, besides Todd. <laughs> Some uh, jeans. Throw some my, jeans on. <laughs> Mom shows up in yoga pants. Like, guess we don't really dress up anymore. Throw that out the w- window. You know, that was, and I don't th- know if it was last year, it was two years ago. I can't remember. But I was dating someone at the time and brought them to the, uh, oh, yeah. to the thing. And everybody had had drinks. And, and Mom said, I won't say her name. Mom said, you're so beautiful. <laughs> and so what do we do with that? We use it against our sister-in-laws the whole time. Like, oh, God, I, I wish your mother-in-law thought you guys were beautiful. I mean, <laughs> this girl's been around for a week, and she's mom's still like, oh, we remember that? We just yep. we just kept doing that <laughs> over and over. But yeah, it's, it's ruthless rip sessions is all it is. Yeah, I can imagine so. Sounds yeah. fun. <laughs> it is it is fun, but I mean somebody always gets mad. Always. Someone always <laughs> gets storming mad. out. Yeah, it's it becomes an ugly scene. And there's never really a punch thrown, but there's always like it's it's on the verge. Chest puffing and you can kind of start seeing the jaws get a little <laughs> <laughs> We 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 inherited this thing from uh, uh Whitey with this little jaw clinch thing and you can just see the the muscles like tighten up there and you know someone's getting mad. Yeah. I've seen you do that. You've done that to me before. <laughs> Next question. <laughs> That's it, boys. That that is all I have, but there is there is a reason I brought the mobile setup today. Okay. We're going to end the foot race debate once and for all right now. Let's okay. go outside and, and you two race. Sounds good. We're going to go outside and run right now. I mean, are you scared? <laughs> On the street? Wherever you want. What do you think, Ross? I mean, I'll definitely race you. <laughs> or we can do in, it at in, another in my, time in my jeans and my in my Sperry's. I will race them. Are we doing it on the street? Where else is there to race? Mm-hmm. My heart just started beating. <laughs> <laughs> parking lot, the parking lot is not very good for racing, I don't think. <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't know where we do it. I'm not saying don't do it, but can we do it on Prairie Street? There's been there's been some foot races that's occurred after hours or well during the late night hours of the brick house and there's been some accidents <laughs> on foot races outside. I want the audience to know that I am totally willing to go outside and race Ross on Prairie Street right now, as is. 
Well, what if we did this? What if we we'll we'll planned. get this, what if we'll we get this race debate. We'll get we'll get it ended. Here's the thing. Let I'm a, and we've talked about this before. I don't want him training for it. I don't want him to go out well, and start running sprints for this thing. You know what I'm saying? That's why I don't want to say, okay, we're gonna do it in a month. Then he's out there just running sprints and. My, Does that my, really change things, though? You think I do? Well, because I run sprints, yeah, and he doesn't. And I mean, he should naturally be faster than me. <laughs> you know I really, I'm not, I'm not uh, being. I, I'm telling the truth here. I have no idea who would win. <laughs> like, yeah. I really, I don't I have don't. any clue. I, I mean, I would assume Ross would win, but just because he's younger, get out and uh, <laughs> play basketball. I mean, you got he's college got long, basketball. He's got long I legs. He it. can move down the court. You know that that's a uh, could. Could, yeah. Could have, <laughs> did, over. <laughs> so, all right, well then. Uh, it is no lie. I do not run. Yeah. Yeah. Look, that's the advantage he has. That's the advantage I have, yes. Yep. And that's what, yeah, it's what it's. That's it what has it to be done to spontaneously. So, that, the, so it's what yes. makes it I, interesting I want it to at all. be done to the track. But I am willing, everyone out there, I am willing to go out on the street right now, <laughs> taking it to the streets. <laughs> All right, boys. Well, I really appreciate you uh, having me on the show. My wife's calling Ke- me right Kevin's now. Kevin's phone is ringing right now, and I look down. I don't know why. I just snatched look down and see his call. It says bride. Hey, yeah, you what, know. What does it's it say when respect. your wife calls you, Ross? What's it say? Dawn. No. <laughs> Mine used to say her name, and then it went to wifey, and then it went to bride. That's cute. I don't know why. It just, that's, that's just what happened. But that's no, thanks cute. for having me on, guys. It was a good time. Uh, I love what you're both doing. Love you both. Uh, proud to call you friends we, this was fun hopefully you can find a little motivation yeah hey, maybe get i back will. off your yeah. podcation yeah, yeah maybe, maybe this is what i needed maybe this was the kick in the ass in the ass you needed <laughs> yeah um you guys i don't know if you noticed this but i'm wearing a coleman campers hoodie oh, yeah, did you see this coleman have, campers hoodie great shout out i did not know they had hoodies what, have you heard of coleman campers i have they are, they are the camper kings ross i'm these guys are just they're wheeling and dealing throwing out campers Every day, they've actually built a campsite next to their uh, next to that Coleman Campers down there in Hartford. Right, I, are, I heard they have a massive inventory right now too. These guys are rolling; they're rolling, yeah. and they they gave me a hoodie. Rolling, so I just thought I would wear it. So anyway, see awesome. Coleman Camper for all your camper needs. <laughs> all right, well, thanks guys. Have a good one. Thanks, Kev. Thanks, Kev.